We once had a dog named Desi, who could be so wonderful and loving, just the perfect dog. Or, the next minute, you could turn around and he could be the exact opposite of that, a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type. But you know what? In that way, he was a lot like me. That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. This is Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. And I'm your host, Greg McCollum. I'm going to tell you a story. A story that will inspire you and help you move closer to God through the small stuff in your life. A story to give you a glimpse of God that will surprise you with its simplicity and amaze you with its message. We once had a dog named Desi, and he could be the most adorable, loving, wonderful dog in the world. He could look at you with those big brown eyes of his and melt your heart. He could tilt his head in a certain way when you spoke to him, and you would think that he was on the verge of answering you right back with words. Desi loved to lick your hand or leg or foot until you made him stop because it tickled so much or because it bugged you so much. He loved his toys, his bones, his ball, his treats, and his pack mates, our other dogs at the time, Lucy, Stella, and Hazel. Get it? Lucy and Desi? (laughs) That's how we came up with his name. And Desi just loved us. And that was good Desi. The only problem with Desi was that he was not good Desi all the time. Sometimes he was bad Desi. And bad Desi tried to get into the garbage at every opportunity. Bad Desi barked menacingly every time someone walked by our house and sounded like he would eat them alive if they came up to the door. Bad Desi would tear up anything he could get his paws on, from toilet paper rolls to socks, plastic lids to candy wrappers, empty cans to underwear, brushes to aluminum foil, even stray bugs or bees that got too close. He would steal the food right off your plate, and if anything hit the floor by accident, well, it was gone. Once um, Bad Desi even carried the garbage can lid from our kitchen to the living room where it promptly ended up around his neck like some kind of a giant dog. (laughs) And don't let him get outside because on more than one occasion, he ended up getting a, a mouse or a bird or something and bringing it in and showing it off to us. <laughs> uh, and not only that, but Bad Desi would also hunt our two cats, too, Smokey and Princes, uh, and they were so fearful of him. And if we turned our heads for a minute, he would be in there eating their food, too. But I think the worst part was that 
sometimes Bad Desi would attack your feet under the table, I mean really aggressively, and kind of bite your foot, or he would bite your chair or your briefcase or your suitcase, which made him a cause of concern anytime we had company. So usually he ended up at the local kennel whenever we had a visitor at the house. You know, if Desi were good Desi all the time, he would have been the perfect dog, and we would have been so happy with him. But it just was not in Desi's nature to be good like that all the time. The temptation to do wrong was just too strong for him to deny or overcome. So we had to be constantly vigilant with him. We had to know where Desi was and what he was doing every moment. As a matter of fact, if he was quiet and out of sight for too long, we usually would say something like, I haven't seen or heard Desi in a while, and that ain't good. (laughs) With him, it was not out of sight, out of mind, but it was out of sight and in trouble. That's because when he was left on his own, Most of the time, he was not good Desi, off innocently sleeping in his bed. But he was bad Desi, stalking around in the shadows of the house, looking for some trouble to get into. The truth is, though, the more I think about Desi, the more I see myself in him. There is the good me, who is happy to have the whole world watch me. The good me tries to live a good life. The good me tries to serve God and love my family, help other people, work hard, and be honest and trustworthy. And if I could be good me all the time, I'm sure God would be so happy with me. But like Desi, it's just not in my nature to be good like that. The temptation for me to do wrong is too strong for me to deny or overcome sometimes. Sometimes the bad me just comes out. The bad me doesn't act right or speak right or think right. The bad me embarrasses me. I know the bad me is not pleasing in God's sight either. The truth is, left on my own, the good me gets lost in the bad me all too often. When I consider how vigilant God is and that he knows where I am and what I am doing always, it makes me shudder to think how often I must disappoint him with all of my bad me trouble. The scary part, though, is the bad me will never go to heaven. God cannot allow bad me into his presence because he is perfect and only perfection can be around him. But if I can't be good me and be perfect all the time, then what am I going to do to get to heaven? There's only one answer to that question. There's only one solution to that problem. I have to give myself completely, the bad me and the good me, to someone who can give me the perfection I don't have in any me of my own. And that someone is Jesus Christ. 
If I give myself to him in faith, believing that he died on the cross for my sins, and accept him as my Savior, I receive his eternal forgiveness from that moment on. At that point, then, God no longer sees the bad me. Instead, he sees Jesus in me. And through the perfection of Jesus, I am not that bad me won't still be a factor in my life. He will. Right now in this life, I'm still not going to be able to be perfect constantly. But when this life comes to an end, my imperfections will be replaced by the perfection of Jesus. Here's how Paul described it in his letter that he wrote to the Ephesians. He said, For God raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. You know, whenever Bad Desi did something bad, I still loved him and I forgave him because he was mine. And when you give your heart and life to Jesus, the bad you is lost in the love of God. You are his and you are forgiven forever. And at that time in the future, when we go into his presence, guess what? The bad me will be gone forever too. Praise the Lord. This concludes today's episode of Where's God? Finding Him in the Small Stuff. Did you know when Jesus was preaching and teaching, he never used words like justification, sanctification, glorification. He never used words like those to describe himself, God, God's Word, salvation, heaven, or eternity. Instead, when Jesus talked about theological concepts, he talked about the small stuff of life. We call them parables today. He did that because his listeners could understand the small stuff. They were living the small stuff every day. It was through the small stuff that Jesus helped people move closer to God. There are going to be no intimidating, scary, or overwhelming theological words as part of this podcast. You'll just encounter things like cups of coffee, home repair, signs on the side of the road, roller coasters, and french fries, all revealing something unique about God, who meets you in real life ways every day. Thank you.